0: (laughs) we have cough buttons you didn't even use it well hello there welcome to a brand new episode of the confused breakfast podcast do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid it's hard to beat the modern era the beautiful modern era of streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch truth but there was something truly special about heading to Blockbuster, picking out a movie by hand, and watching it when you got home from lair practice. <laughs> yeah. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me as always, two dudes who long for your whispering eye Sean Pryor and AJ <laughs> Benz. How the heck are you? It's
1: been too long.
0: It's
2: vagina.
1: Vagina. 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 Oh, ah. I, I was watching it with my fiance, and she's like, Doesn't that mean? And then it came up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he said it. He said
2: it. He said it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like, well, you were so insistent. (laughs) Well, boys, on today's episode, we say no to drugs and taste the beast with a movie that likely didn't make anyone's best movies of 2008 list, but surely holds a special place in many people's hearts. A movie that most certainly boosted attendance nationwide at all live action role playing events. Our first Paul Rudd movie. We are, of course, talking about 2008's Role Models. Well, damn, Daniel! Even before clothes. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, it's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the confused breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys.
0: Well, this episode is brought to you by our sponsors, Every Plate and Cedar Ridge Whiskey. We will tell you all more about that later. If you are new to the podcast... We're going to be reviewing role models scene by scene with a modern eye. But in order to do that properly, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ, tell us the first time you saw this movie and what your rating was nostalgically.
3: I didn't want to like go see this in college for some reason because I was like just into college, I think. And I didn't want to go see it because I did not believe. I was like, oh, okay. Great. Uh. It's like good, good cop, bad cop, but they're not cops. So <laughs> like, that's what we're going to do. It's like a buddy cop movie without cops, you know? Uh, and I thought that it was going to be just like another cash grab because of Sean William Scott, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I did. I, so when I finally ended up seeing this probably a couple of years after it had come out, um, I, I did actually end up really liking it. I thought I, cause I thought it was going to be way more tame than what it, what it actually was. Um, because You got kids in it, right? What are you talking about? Can't be funny, can't be funny. Um, and then again, another cash grab because you have uh, uh, Christopher Moss Mince Plots, Mince Plots, Men's yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, they're just trying to get more dang, Fogel, like whatever McLevin. I'm like, okay, neat, weird. I finally saw it. I actually thought it was very funny, I thought the jokes were there, and then it. It really started to snowball when I found out more about how like
0: who all was involved with this movie. So I will give it a a seven. Seven, dude. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna tell you the same thing that you just said. Like there there was a period where there were a lot of movies that I initially was like nah, mm
2: -hmm,
0: nah, And and it was really in the 2000s, late 2000s, where you just didn't watch it because you just thought it would suck. So I'm talking Hot Rod, yeah. Grandma's Boy, yep. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, yeah. Wet Hot American Summer, you where you're, just, all these. you're like, that's dumb. Why would I watch this? Yeah. But I think it's amazing because it creates this low expectation that when you finally see it, it blows you out of the water. Forgetting
3: it's, Sarah Marshall was that for me. Yes, yeah.
0: every one of those movies I mentioned are were like high rated movies the first time I saw them because of those low expectations, which is why I chose I chose this one. This is actually our our newest movie that we've done. I, I think, think so. Yeah. I wanted to start pushing us into that that late two thousands because there is a lot of resurgence of some of these type of comedies there. So I'm an 8.5 nostalgically. Nice. Right on, right Sean, on. Sean, what
1: about you, man? I'm going to have to take an L on this one. No! In the form of an N.A. I've never seen this before. Oh Exciting. Uh, for all the reasons you guys just said, where it was just like, oh, another one of these stupid comedies where it's just like they're kind of rinse and repeat, kind of the same, like yeah. knocked up. They kind of have the same cast, you know, with Christopher Mintz-Plasse and
0: everything. Uh, So I just never got to it and never really saw it. I'll be anxious to see if you have the same modern day reaction that we had when Mm. we finally saw it. So that'll be fun. We do have an executive producer, Michael Giuliano's with us today. He says, growing up, I had a cousin who for some reason was obsessed with Sean William Scott. That meant that every year on vacation, our DVD pile was stocked with every American Pie movie, Road Trip, Evolution, Dude, Where's My Car, Final Destination, and whatever other obscure movie in his filmography that my cousin could dig up. Finally, after making us suffer through the Dukes of Hazard and Mr. Woodcock, <laughs> we had to not so gently tell Cousin Nick that not every Sean William Scott movie was a cinematic masterpiece and he had to give it a rest for a while. Flash forward to us on vacation in Maine the next year and he brings out role models and swears that it's actually amazing and hilarious. And he's not just saying that because it's got his favorite actor in it. Reluctantly, we all agreed to give him one last shot and we put it on for the whole family. And honestly, I think our lives changed that day. It managed to make all of us, both kids and parents, laugh our asses off. And we probably spent the rest of the week quoting lines from the movie to each other nonstop until our parents probably wanted to throw the DVD away. What did we want for breakfast that morning? Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful foliage surrounding us wasn't just green. It was Shrek's Piss Green. This movie was probably the only movie to dethrone Step Brothers and in, as an endlessly quotable raunchy comedy the first time I saw it. And it would hold that top spot for a good long time. Nostalgically, this is a nine. Damn. So that takes us collectively to a nostalgic score of eight point one seven. That's high. Pretty high, right? So that's wow. going to take it actually into the 18th spot, tied with Spaceballs, just below Mortal Kombat, just above Blank Check, is, okay. how, we, is how we feel about this movie nostalgically. I've, wow. That's fun. Wow. And so we're going to strip that all away. We got to talk about this with a modern day rewatch. So we got to learn all the important details in the movie. Sean, what do you got, man? Uh, important there it is. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. I, it's right there. I wrote it. And <laughs> Pro- I didn't read it. <laughs> Produced by Scott Stuber, <laughs> Mary
1: Parent, and Luke Greenfield. Story by Timothy Dowling and William Blake Heron. Screenplay by Timothy Dowling, David Wayne, Kevin Mar- Kev- Ken Marino, and Paul Rudd. Cinematography by Russ T. Alsobrook. Music by Craig Wedren. Edited by Eric Kisak. and directed by David Wayne. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cast: Paul Rudd, Sean William Scott, Christopher mintz bloss uh, Bobby J. Thompson, Elizabeth Banks, Jane Lynch, Ken Marino, 80 Miles, Joe Lo, Joe Lo Trulio, is that Joe, how you guys L- say L- it? Okay. Yeah. Matt Lo Walsh, Lo, Joe
3: Latrulio, Lo Trulio, okay. Joe Trulio. Trulio.
1: Matt Walsh, Keegan Michael Key, and Louis C.K. Originally, the film was announced in 2006 with different filmmakers attached. Timothy Dowling would write the script, and Luke Greenfield would direct. The film would essentially be on, a, on hiatus, and in the meantime, the film Knocked Up would prove to be a huge success. When being interviewed for press during Knocked Up's release, Paul Rudd would uh, announce that he was commissioned to write a draft of the script and David Wayne was signed on to direct. Originally called Big Brothers, then Little Big Men, before finally landing on the title Role Models. Mm. While on set, as David Wayne and crew... Are one to do. The cast did a lot of improvisation and constant script changes to uh, freshen up the scenes. The creative choice was squash when the writers' strike became in full effect, locking in the shooting script for the crew. So basically, once uh, that is in, any like in improv or anything is like technically changing the script, and it's technically writing. Yeah. Because you're commissioned and <laughs> being paid to do this, so you can't do any of that. It's fucking ridiculous. Wow. That's ridiculous. Now that is over uh, for this year, so that's nice. They struck a deal. Uh, role for models now. for now, for a two year deal. <laughs> Crazy.
0: Sort of like the government.
3: Yeah. So so that way, all they can do is spend the next two years about talking the next time.
1: It has exactly. Come up, Just like, preparing okay, cool. for the next. It's the
0: media. It's all about the media, dude. That's it. A- <laughs> Role Models
1: was released on November 7, 2008, and on a budget of $28 million, the film made $92.4 million at the box office. That's all my God.
0: Let's take one second. Uh, as many of you have heard of us probably mentioned over the last three years, we always mention Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Mm. And, and I'm very surprised we still have not done it. I know it's a movie that my, not many people have probably seen, but we need to point out that this movie has seven... People from What Hot American Summer, which I think is what makes it so good. You've got you've got Nina Hellman uh, as the barista. That was Nancy. Mm, okay, yes. from what she's like for my pussy. <laughs> and Paul, Paul Rudd obviously in there. Elizabeth Banks who was Lindsay. Paul Rudd was Andy. Eighty Miles was Gary the cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Wayne obviously was the director, director and writer, but also had like a short little cameo in there. <laughs> Ken Marino was. Victor. Yeah. Which, One of the by best. the way, <laughs> did you catch Ken Marino's name in role models? No. no. Jim Stansel. Jim Stancil? is his name. Remember, you know, I gotta go see uh, Jim Stansel. You know Jim? He's that guy. He's That's like, what Janine Graffalo says oh, in Wet Hot American Summer. So his name's Jim Stansel on <laughs> <in> this line. <laughs> and obviously Kuzik, which is Joe LaTrulio, he was Neil. Yeah. Which yeah. Victor's <laughs> little sidekick. I, just a reminder for everybody out there, if you've not seen Wet Hot American Summer, hit play on Let's it. Let's maybe
1: put a stamp on it right
0: now and say...
1: Next summer. Next coming summer, we will do wet hot America. Probably gonna have to be. Done
0: deal? Yeah. Well, up next we gotta talk to AJ, who did research for us, gives us the ratings, reviews, critics, and fans alike. What do you got, man? Guys, you can feel free. I'll tell you what,
3: the tomato meter here is not gonna turn your piss green. It's gonna turn it red. That's right, it's the tomato tomato meter. But seriously, if it does turn red, you should probably go see a doctor. Uh, Let's see. 77% certified fresh. Tomato meter. You, you know okay. what that's
0: tied with of any movie we've ever done? That is tied with The Lost Boys. Oh, the Lost Boys. I thought what? you were going to say every movie we've ever done. I was <laughs> pretty
3: close. going uh, 74% from the audience. They are in pretty strict agreement. there.
0: 6.8 on IMDb. 6.8 is going to put that slightly below Ace Ventura Pet Detective, slightly above Armageddon is how the fans mm. feel about this movie.
3: <laughs> above Armageddon. All above. Right. Slightly above. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Uh, guys... Roger Ebert over at the Chicago Sun Times gave this a seventy-five out of a hundred. Nice, wow. yeah, that's three out of four. Uh, the kind of comedy <laughs> where funny people say funny things in funny situations, not the kind of comedy that whacks you uh, with the manic shocks to force an audible Pav- Pavlonian response. I I just read this only because he said it's just funny situations, funny things are being said by funny people. Yeah like it thank you that's about all oh, i needed oh well comedy oh
1: that's weird well well let's not <laughs> jump ahead here okay, okay. Sean? Please. okay.
3: <laughs> please okay uh how about how about something on the uh a little bit well i mean i say lower end there wasn't too many like terrible ones actually out there um let's see here Stephen ray at uh, Philadelphia Inquirer, gave it also a 75 out of 100. Another 3 out of 4, sorry. 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, you got it. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Keeping up. Your 700, se- out of, out of one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that works. <laughs> it's pretty formulaic stuff and earns its R rating with profanity and unapologetically gratuitous female nudity, but somehow has a winning knucklehead charm.
1: Nice, yeah. knucklehead. Uh, it's nice. not said enough, you know. I'm you know, bring that back.
3: I think we should knucklehead. Uh, and no, what does I that think even mean. I don't know.
1: You like you give him a, a knucklehead, knucklehead. Yeah. You are yeah. in a perpetual state of getting a noogie. I uh, got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you suck.
3: Five out of ten. Not a role model.
1: Whoa,
3: said uh, Jen, uh, Gen Genkin Chan. Yep, in 2022. No, let me start off by saying I watched a clip of it uh, in TikTok, which is the coffee scene, and decided to watch it. Overall, this movie is kind of weak. It started off quite funny until both of them wind up uh, wind up into doing community service, which does not aged well. <laughs> English major, uh, you want to well. give that a grade? It doesn't not aged well. It. it uh which does not age well as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no no, that's perfect English. Perfect. Okay. I just wanted to double check. I want to
3: hear more about what she has to say. The story is simple, but the soundtrack was solid. At the end of at the end all of them dressed up as Kiss was good. <laughs> Only the storyline and plot was a bit slow for me. One out of two
0: people found that helpful. I know that's. I would have found that helpful if I was. You really? know what? You know what I like to do. I like to be like. Oh, I'm going to watch role models, but hold on. Let's see what the internet thinks about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. And let's... I would have gone in there and be like, you know what? Actually, no. You're right. It is a little slow pace for me. I'm not going to watch that. I'm so happy I read this. Yeah.
3: I I uh, I hope that. I can read this next one and it actually ends up staying in because I've only I only scanned this one. So uh, (laughs) if you're
0: hearing this, we did not cut this out.
3: We did. okay. okay. Uh, Four out of ten. Abortion is not birth control. (laughs) So uh, warning spoilers. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Huh?
3: That's what you got? (laughs) Said tarnished halidex. Tarnished ha- Tarnished Hal OtX, let's say that. okay. okay. Um, warning spoilers, I was enjoying this despite the foul language and sexual references, but movie went from a funny seven to a four with one line.
0: Oh, here it is.
3: Let's pick it out, guys. as Sean Williams St- Scott's character is about to have sex with a woman he just met uh, this emoji <laughs> <laughs> Just so disappointed. <laughs> And morality it, in general I think this is A.D. Miles' character in the movie <laughs> writing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he advises he doesn't have a condom. And the and I'll, I'm gonna say it because he used like little uh, characters in here to, to not write it really, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this guy out. He advises he doesn't have a condom, and the slut he's with replies she's very pro-choice. Condoms aren't <laughs> just for birth control. They're to prevent <laughs> STDs from sex with randos, and abortion should never be a form of birth control. I know these role models are supposed to be bad at being role models, but abandoning a kid to have have rando, unprotected sex... its the second time they've used rando. Uh, unprotected sex is a crappy message that isn't funny, especially after the adulterous relations on the camping trip. And actresses, if you don't want to be valued less than men or abused and harassed, stop showing your breasts to the world. Modesty. It's a
0: thing. Look it up. This is a 50-year-old male, I'm guessing, writing this? It's tarnished. How? All old people are tarnished. Uh, And a tarnished 50-year-old male. Um. (sighs)
3: What year was that written? That was in 2022. Yep. Uh,
0: that's We've crossed the threshold of being able to think that your opinion is valid in mm-hmm. everything. Yes. And projecting your own beliefs onto something that has nothing to do with it. I would argue Indeed. that uh,
1: calling a, a woman a rando is just as derogatory or as slut. calling or her a slut.
0: slut. Yeah. Weird. She should yeah. be able to do what she wants. It's
3: okay, because uh, in <laughs> order to use the word slut, I did SL uh, pound sign plus sign. Okay. Okay. So, it, so that,
1: it's made, not, it's that made that made up for it, guys. No, for, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh,
0: ruling. Do we keep that in the episode? Yeah. For, that was great. For sure. That's great. great.
1: I think that's a great review. I think he actually uh, uh, really nailed the movie. Like yeah. He really yeah took it in and understood it and everything. You know. Yeah. Especially the the farce oh, comedy yeah, bits yeah, yeah, of yeah. it. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yes. Um, well, actually
0: that's I'm going to change my rating here real quick
3: see there you go See, we're <laughs> we already go. having an impact here um, speaking of impact guys this one's 1 out of 10 this is the last one just in case that one doesn't make the cut uh, <laughs> this one is a no, 1 we've out of 10 it's in. And speaking of impact is this a movie no it's an asteroid
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it was Armageddon then.
3: Pap SP it's funny you bring up Armageddon um, so Pap Shmier, uh March 8 2009 <laughs> Uh, As soon as it hits a screen, it destroys all intelligent life forms around. (laughs) But on behalf of its producers, I must say it doesn't fall into any known movie category. It deserves a brand new denomination of its own. It's a neurological drama. It saddens and depresses every single neuron inside a person's brain. It's the closest thing one will ever get to a stroke without actually suffering one. It drives you speechless, all you all you members go numb your mouth falls open and remains so and the most strange symptom of all is that you get yourself wishing to go blind and deaf no small feat for such a, a for such a sort of a movie <laughs> the only word that comes to mind just having finished my ordeal is outrage ooh there's uh, six exclamation marks after that.
1: <laughs> okay, Good 19
3: job. out of 44 people found it helpful. That's great, I
1: like that. So Was that the living embodiment of the character from Billy Madison? It was like, we are all now dumber yep. because At of no
3: just point listening to... Yeah. Did you make <laughs> anyone <laughs> sensible <laughs> statement? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened. I award cool. you no
0: points, Thanks. and may God, oh God have mercy on me. your soul.
3: Simple no would have done just fine, but... Uh,
2: okay. All right.
0: If you're anything like me, you're feeling the pinch of the economy and are you're looking to budget that money moving into holiday season. That is really what's been happening a lot around here. I'm here to tell you the secret that I have learned to save money while eating better than I ever have. The secret is Every Plate, America's Best Meal Kit. They are sponsoring this episode, and we're so grateful for them, for their support, and the incredible offer that they are giving to Confused Breakfast listeners. I've told you all about this before, that when my baby arrived... The months that followed we did a lot of takeout and DoorDash deliveries 40 bucks here 50 bunks there. All of yeah. a sudden, you are hemorrhaging money without even realizing it. Every plate is 50% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. They're the easiest way to eat affordably. Those savings will add up unbelievably fast. And if you're thinking to yourself that you're going to the grocery store, you're going to do it yourself that that's a better option. Think again. You know how busy the stores are going to be in the coming months. Plus, you're going to waste so much time inside and inevitably buy more food than you need. Every plate shows up right to your door with Pre-selected meals and pre-proportioned ingredients, eliminating wasted food. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety so that you'll never get stuck in a cooking rut. There are 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every single week. It's so easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. Last week, I, me, the person with zero cooking skills, and no clue what he's doing in the kitchen, I made a hearty chicken sausage and kale soup oh. that tasted exactly mm. like that famous Italian restaurant that we all go to when we get that soup. You I know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Tasted exactly like that. Really? Yes, exactly. And then I'd made a whole wheat spaghetti. was feeling like, ah, we could get some healthy food in us. Whole wheat spaghetti with a good, like, better than... Anything I've ever had, garlicky pan sauce with fresh parsley, fresh chives, and Parmesan that I I made up myself. I was like, oh, cool. I'm just going to make this little tomato sauce. Mike, it sounds like to me, you
1: do know what you're doing in the kitchen. (laughs) Thanks to
0: every plate I do. You will be the hero (laughs) of your household by not only saving money but cooking incredible meals. I was skeptical completely until I tried it. Now I'm going on 8 or nine weeks now straight of having three Everyplate meals delivered to my house with no plan on stopping. Get a meal for one forty nine plus one dollar ten ounce steaks for life by going to everyplate.com what? slash podcast. <laughs> Code four nine confused. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the one dollar steak offer. Again, that is 149 per meal plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast, entering code 49Confuse. Subscription must be active to qualify redeeming the $1 steak. That is a $110 value. Thank you, Everyplate. Go do it. I really love you, well, boys, I know what our audience is thinking. Why would a person start a podcast? There are are many reasons. Maybe they're trying to fit in with a new group of friends. Maybe they're curious. Maybe they're just bored. But whatever the reason, what you should say when someone asks you to start a podcast say, no thanks. I'll have a Minotaur. (laughs) Yeah. Come, let us gingerly touch our (laughs) tips. Here we go. So scene one, Danny and Wheeler are salesmen for an energy drink called Minotaur and are giving presentations at local high schools. Danny hates his job in many aspects of his life, which causes his girlfriend, Beth, to break up with him. Danny drowns his sorrows in Minotaur after a failed proposal to get Beth back. They do a terrible job at their presentations and crash their truck into a statue while trying to avoid being towed. Minotaur is...
1: The best name for an energy drink. Yeah. Minotaur, I yes, love that. Staff truck, Minotaur, Minotaur, Minotaur. <laughs> and that truck. That. Oh my God! Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Ooh, here's <laughs> a prop. Yeah. Uh, does
0: anybody want the truck?
1: I'll take it. You Punk want the truck? It. Yeah, I.
0: I wasn't prepared for this. Why do you guys never write down
3: your props? I sometimes
0: do, and sometimes I don't. And this time I didn't. Well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one then, right? All right. Okay. Because I, what I want is the Minotaur costume. Okay. I want, I want Sean, Mike, Williams, Scott. I want a Wheeler's costume for next. I never think about Halloween until it's too late. True. So if I can have that Minotaur outfit, I feel, I feel like that's
3: good. Uh, and I I remembered what I wanted.
0: Oh damn! It, I was going to give you one.
3: You tell me what it is. We'll okay, see if it's, it's the, same the thing.
0: Uh, they're making like the plates in arts and crafts, <laughs> and it says Martin is gay for robots. <laughs> I want I want you to have a Martin is gay for robots plate. Uh,
3: as much as I would love to hang that on a wall. <laughs> Put that up on the on the china in the china cabinet,
0: <laughs> but kind of hidden in the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does that
3: say? I oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. Uh, I I really want the pinball machine.
0: Ooh, actually. that's a good one.
3: I like the pinball machine.
0: Maybe we put it in the studio. Yes. Oh wait, the kiss one.
3: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I want. Dude,
0: you got a truck. You got. <laughs>
3: That's a badass truck. The machine
1: might be worth. You know more. how much I'd be paying for gas in that thing, <laughs> and God. all the smoke cartridges you have to put in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eat your heart out, exhibit, dude. These. <laughs> do you like? So do you like uh, their um, relationship? Do you like Danny and Wheeler in this? Like Paul Rudd, Sean William Scott. Are they a good buddy buddy? Oh yeah, I think
3: I think they play off of each other very well. Yeah, actually, and again, this is a this is kind of a far cry from our our stiffler, you know. He, is it though? He's kind of, he's, he's got some similar tendencies, yeah. but he's a way more just like, I love everything yep. kind of guy.
0: Okay. He's uh, okay. not
3: cynical at all. He's like, he is, he's bringing to life all these like really positive things. He just loves his job. He loves wearing the outfit. He loves his buddies. Forever. I could do this forever. <laughs> like he's just living life, man. Hey, want to know what I did last <laughs> night? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs>
1: Dude, you just living it, man.
0: <laughs> that is the opening scene of this movie. I know. It's just like, well, all right. I, I like I like later Sean William Scott
1: roles and I do yeah. it earlier like especially like I guess just Stifler in general. It's Stifler. I mean. You know, and then he did, like, his, like, comedy action movies, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I like him here. I like him in Goon. Yep. I, this is, this yeah. is my Sean William Scott right here.
0: 100%. You catch that little, uh, there, there's just so many people in this movie that are just so great. You see uh, Yorma Taconi. Uh, he was he's Mitch yeah. Mitch from Graphics when yeah. they get to the party. Mitch from Graphics take it over. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's my favorite part. He goes he goes What's up, Wheeler? And he goes he goes My dick. And he goes He said my dick. He said did. my dick. <laughs> yes, Dude, Yorma. If you don't know who he is, he was a writer on Saturday Night Live. He's one of the Lonely, Lonely Island, Island guys. Oh, he's okay. an executive producer on I Think You Should Leave. Uh, he did Hot Rod right after this. He was like Great the annoying movie. little... That, Yorma's hilarious, and I love that a guy like that can just step into like, hey, dude, you're going to be on screen for like two seconds. He's like, <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Let's get in. Great. Amazing. Put me in there. Well, these, it.
1: these, All these David Wayne movies, just they look and sound like they are just inside jokes of all of these buddies, and they all seem like just like a one big comedy troupe, and there's no other comedies like theirs because even like the editing in this is just so fast like we've talked about before in movies where if you're not paying attention a joke will just be gone you know but like i think that's the magic of it because like did i hear him say that or did i hear her say that you know it's just like so ridiculous and they cut right from it they don't like uh linger they don't linger on it yeah exactly and they they yeah they don't Leave it, or they don't leave it up to them to tell you if it's funny. Yes. You know, they, they're just like, this is funny, let's move on. Right. You know, they'd leave it up to the audience to be like, catch whatever and it, you want. You it know?
0: creates a rewatchability of these movies yeah. where if they don't linger, it's kind of like a song. If a song is really short, it, it makes you want to go back and listen to it. Yeah. You know? Right. Because if, if, you, if you heard some funny jokes, you're like, oh, I might have missed something. We got to go back and watch it. It yeah. just, you want to go back and rewatch that or re listen mm-hmm. to a song like that. I, I love it. I think it's it's
3: you talk about David Wayne movies and we talk about what Hot American Summer all the time. Like Wet Hot American Summer, I feel like is I'm we are going to do whatever we want with the budget we have and and the just rely on the amazing people that are here. And yeah, let's do every silly joke that comes to our mind and just put like let's film it and then see if we can work it in. Yeah, yeah. like like taking oh we have to go over here now and they just walk up to the side of a a shed and they just stand there. Put their faces up to (laughs) it. Right? So, like, that's the kind of stuff. But in this movie, in Role Models, I feel like they said, hey, this is a production Mm -hmm. and they have a story to tell, right? And we need to get through this story and we've got great actors. We've got Paul Rudd here who's, like, blowing up, you know, kind of going through all these things. And they really make it a production. They – they they got a little bit more okay with saying hey let's let's not put that joke in there yeah the obvious stunt double yes. stuff things like that yeah, right yeah they took that let's, away let's move away from that let's make this like I, it's a, it's an oxymoron let's make it like a serious comedy yeah it is <laughs> does that like, make sense you're, but <laughs> no still yeah.
1: it totally makes sense like you're right it is like what Out of Manger Summer was like on a different universe yes. yeah and then this is in real life it's just like a more ridiculous real life yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Were you, after watching Role Models for the first time, is that the first time you realized why Starbucks calls a venti a venti? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is this the moment you realized that mm-hmm. venti means 20 in Italian? I it, mean,
1: I do the same thing where I'm, I just go up and give me the big one. I don't know. like <laughs> Gra- I, Is grande not the grande big one? Grande is the middle? Fuck me. No, it's not. It's like, it, give me the big one.
3: But I, that, why are you doing this? I don't this? go into Cold Stone and they don't give me shit when I say I'd like, I'd like a large ice cream. <laughs> oh, do you mean I love it? It's like... I guess. No, I just, no. what, is that the big one? The one right there. Yeah, the big like, one. Nobody ever tells me that we when could I do have, that.
1: We could have got around this whole thing if you just said, just accepted me saying large. It's like, is this the hill you want to die on yeah. right now? <laughs> so I, I'm
0: way in on Paul Rudd's like. 100 oh, percent. I am too. I was gonna
1: say like this is not the this
3: is not how I found out what it actually okay. meant. I knew venti was twenty in in Italian. But it was the first time that somebody justified how obnoxious it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Well,
0: no, th- that's the thing. Like, I'm actually fine. Once I learn that, I'm like, oh, venti means 20. Okay, that's great. Yeah, great. Well, then how about we call the 10 ounce whatever 10 means in Italian? Because yeah. I'm sure grande is actually Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah. Grande is Spanish. Venti is Italian. Grande doesn't mean 12 ounces, it just wow. means big. Yep that's what i thought it, it yeah like a big. chalupa
1: grande that's
0: what that's what i always get because what what are the sizes you've got Venti it's like grande a, you've got
3: like uh craig's
0: it's i think it's just venti's the tallest uh or no it's tall tall grande, grande. Yeah. tall
3: sounds really yes, big I know. <laughs> why would you call your smallest one a tall?
1: okay so De, demi is three ounces short is eight ounces, tall is 12 ounces, grande is 16, venti 20, and a trenta. And see,
0: they follow the pattern. I'm sure trenta means 30 in Italian. Well, yeah. By the way, I would hope short is a cup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, why a, are you calling that a short? In like, you know, that's it's the a whole cup of coffee. Can I get a cup of coffee? Yeah.
3: <laughs> why don't, why don't, why wouldn't they just say that? Hey, uh, let's just do
1: Italian for large. God damn it.
3: <laughs> yep son of a biscuit it's fine oh, I'm just saying call. I I really I really do think it's like why don't why don't you just if you have a coffee shop why don't you just say cup and that's your eight ounces yeah yeah because that's what a cup is
0: well the point being is we've all been Paul Rudd in this where you've like you've you've and Paul Rudd's so perfect to play this role yes. in my opinion because he just plays that like I, I've been in that point of life where I've just been like having trouble getting into the adult world. Like, cynical. Just the cynical. Everything. Everything like everything sucks. This sucks. I love, love his speech. When he finally gets to the kids, he's already been broken up with. And he says, drugs? Why do kids take drugs? Because they're awesome? Because they're awesome? awesome. (laughs) No. Maybe they just understood that life is pain. And if you smoke something or take a pill, it'll go away for a while. I'll drink to that. People say embrace life. Enjoy life. Just do it. Live it. Rock it. Fuck it. Because life is horrible. You know, I may not be so happy-go-lucky, but I'm a realist. Get ready to have your dreams, Dash Kids, because nothing's going to work out the way you think it's going to. Chin-chin. By the way this stuff's poison. And nothing he said was wrong. No, nothing he said true. was wrong. And and as a as a reasonable adult you you try to encourage kids and you try to be like, yeah, I know. Like I tell my daughter all the time, she's crying, she's 16 months old, I'm like, "What are you crying for? This is the best day of your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's only going to get worse from here." Yeah. But you know, you try not to say that to kids, but if you have a bad day, you're one second away from just being like,
1: no it's, stupid it's, fucking it's teenager. True. I've totally felt like this, man. Like, you know, I like just being like everything is pissing me off today, and I can't get out of this. I don't know why. Yep. You know, a venti argument's gonna like yes. fucking shove me right off. You know, but then you know, I mean, like you're right. He is the perfect kind of. Uh, person to play this role where it's just like because you don't want to see Paul Rudd like this you don't want to see him like be an asshole man and so like you kind of feel for him like oh come on you know things are things aren't that bad it's perfect casting (laughs) he he really does it really well live it
0: rock it fuck it (laughs) (laughs) he's so good and yeah and and he's just so great because he like he gets broken up with or sorry like the venti thing happens and he's like is that true like he kind of looks around and asks everybody and then he gets broken up with he's like Man, today sucks. <laughs> today sucks. Today, and he just it he sucks. just takes it and leaves and goes get drunk on Minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys drink energy drinks? Uh, not anymore. Nah. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to stop, man. I really
3: don't. No. Um, actually, but to be honest, so ever since uh, I found out you could get them at Costco, uh, and like buy like cases of energy drinks, it's now we did it. We've done it like twice now, and because. Oh, I'm gonna stop at a gas station and grab an energy drink. Oh, oh well, the deal is three for seven dollars. <laughs> three pallets
0: for a hundred dollars. Wow!
3: <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, cool. I can get them for Costco, from Costco. Now having them so readily available, I'm just like, I don't want that. I don't want any more of these. <laughs> yeah, this it's it's too accessible now. Costco, what are you doing to me?
1: There's a fine line because I just drink. Coffee and that I mean I used to like in the summertime I used to like have my morning coffee and then like on my way to work grab a Red Bull you know because it's summertime you want to like have a cooler drink you know but now I'm just on coffee but there's a fine line of like three cups of coffee. Is good for me. Anything after that, even if yes. it's an energy drink, no matter what, it's like I will be in a panic the rest yes. it's, of the day.
3: It's like detrimental to, it has like the opposite effect on me. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you now, crash? now I've had too much caffeine and now I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> 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 the entire world is buzzing and I can't care less.
0: I, I'll tell you what though, you can you can definitely like overdose on, on energy drinks. So oh, like yeah. The first time I ever had two in one day, I had like two monsters in one day, having never really drank them. I don't. I was on another planet. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't even know what I was feeling. I straight up called my doctor one time as I was driving because my <laughs> hands were shaking so bad. But I had like nine energy drinks that day, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. "What's going on with me?" And she's like, "What'd you drink?" I'm like, "Well, nine Red Bulls." And she's like. huh. <laughs> Hang up the phone right
0: now.
3: It's like I should bill you for this. Yeah, <laughs> like that,
1: that.
3: That's that's how obnoxious
0: this is that you're calling me. <laughs> Do you catch the security guard there? Like nice little Louis, uh, CK? Louis C.K. cameo. Yeah. I I thought it was weird that I was like, well, why would Louis C.K. be in this and not have like a funny role? It's actually just because he was pretty unknown at this point. Yeah, Louis Crazy. Louis on FX didn't come out until 2011, so he was still kind of like. It's 2008. He's making his way up the ranks again. Kind of same with um, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, Not like oh I was, you saw right, and you go, "Whoa!" I saw and him. I'm like, he
1: will, he will have a, a huge line somewhere that's going to make me laugh. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Not a single. You almost he had feel a funny like-
0: reaction at one point. Yeah, I think, that's all. Yeah. You almost f- the modern day of you wants to be like, oh, he probably had a bunch of lines and they had to cut them, but I, I highly doubt he even had a line.
3: No, I mean, I, I, I doubt it. He, he was just, he was just probably. A, a good, a, like just a good face to have in there, yep. and just like all, of all these, all these people just standing around. He was just a good face to have in there, and then they gave, they probably gave him some lines because that guy's fucking funny. They Dude, knew,
1: they funny. knew him from the improv theater that they all yeah. came totally. from or some exactly. shit. You know, he's like, come, come do a thing. We don't have many lines, but show your face. Yeah.
0: Well, let's move on to scene two. So Danny and Wheeler are sentenced to 150 hours of community service over the next 30 days, and they attend their first meeting at Sturdy Wings, where they meet Gail Sweeney. Wheeler is paired up with Ronnie Shields, and Danny is paired up with Augie Farks. (laughs) Initially, they fail to bond with each other, but eventually find some common ground. Wheeler and Danny talk about kiss and boobs, while Augie and Danny attend a lair event. Dude, is Jane Lynch just
1: the best at being the sarcastic, unhinged, coordinator, administrator uh, of anything,
0: like boss. Seriously. You know? They couldn't have got anybody else.
1: It's so, I, Honestly, I started watching this, and I'm like, not another one of these knocked-up movies, you know, with the Seth Rogen effect kind of thing, and seeing um, especially Augie Farks, uh, Christopher mintz Plus. I'm like, God damn it, not another one of these. And I saw David Wayne direct this. I'm like, oh, oh thank, and thanks you have for to remember, it's, it's all
0: kind of before... Some of these people were like the people we know it's them true. To be, you and know? like just
1: yeah. barely. And you, so you're like kind of getting a lot of that, a yeah. lot a lot of these comedies. and this is like so much different. and I love Jane Lynch in this <laughs> so much. like just her yeah. like, don't don't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> don't bullshit me. You bullshit me right now. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Just Damn. the weird quirks. You're like, what is? What is your thing? I don't know why it's so funny. I Dude, can smell at the moment
3: that you came in here. She's the you're both bull- me. So don't try to bullshit. me. I know exactly why you're here.
0: When she when she backs out from the movie screen, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like. I I just have to mention this. That oh my god, yeah. I fucking audibly. Audibly laughed so hard during this. Movie. How often does she do that? Yeah, <laughs> in the video she does this weird yeah. back out, of it, and then she goes. Ha, ha, ha. And she goes, ha? it's ha, me." And you think ha. about you
3: think about the guy. Uh, what's what's eighty miles character? Eighty miles, dude. God, he's so freaking so funny in this. Um, But I can't remember his, his character's his name. His is name Randy is uh, Martin. Martin, that's it. Martin. And Guilty
0: as charged.
3: Guilty as charged. It's like and him. Him reacting the same way you know, he's seen this now like five, six, seven times he's like come on up here martin let's give him a little this is a perfectly acceptable hug oh man. this is not oh,
0: oh, when, when he sits down he's like hey first timers and paul, R- paul rug goes i don't want to sit here I I, we had to leave i don't want to do this i can always tell when i see a newbie
2: just like, come on now uh,
3: he plays this so well and like i have to say Think about earlier performances that we've had from these guys. AD Miles is as the cook in he's Wet a Hot American what Summer. Up. He's more he's, serious. He's one, more right? like straight straight laced or like kind of like very forefront of what are you doing? Did you just say Dick?
0: Hey, was Waterville? Did you just
3: did you just say Humper Refrigerator? No, I didn't say Humper. Man. It's like, okay, okay. Okay. And it's like and he is great in that. And he plays that role amazing. Then they bring him in to do this. Think about Jane Lynch when she was in. Uh, the fugitive. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, Think about yeah. that. It, wow. It, dude,
3: crazy. She could have had a different trajectory of being like maybe even a starlet, yeah. uh, and maybe she did at some point too. Sure. But that was a very early role for her, and she takes this comedy route, and it is just
0: oh, I could watch it over and over again, mm-hmm. man. So good. Yeah. And then you even bring in you bring in Christopher Mintz-Plasse, and this scene where he's on the rooftop. And he's doing his lair and he's like using his imagination. I laugh, again. I'm laughing so hard out loud at these moments when they, when he realizes they're standing there, yeah. and he goes, he goes, oh, oh, and he turns off the music. He goes, that wasn't, um, that wasn't fully done. Please don't judge that. And also, <laughs> I am that. I going to get in trouble? It's just a foam sword with yeah. tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then when he finally goes, they leave him alone. And he goes, so how are you doing, Augie? And he like won't look at him. He just kind of goes, <laughs>
3: He plays this (laughs) very, very well. Again,
0: and it's taking, it's just what happened with A.D. Miles. You're taking a guy that you think, you see Christopher Vince you go, oh, uh, McLovin. McLovin, yeah. Because that was his unbelievable role of a lifetime, like that we all know. And then he just flips it. Into yeah. this guy, yeah, and and that's what's so great about this is these people are not the stereotypical same character they are in every yeah. movie. They're all just a little different. From he's what the they heart did. of he's the heart of this movie. Yes, he is like
1: him and uh, was it Ronnie? Ronnie, yeah, him yeah. and Ronnie are pretty much the heart of this movie, and it's it's cool to see where they are funny, you know, especially Ronnie is oh, saying with these ridiculous lines. But you're right, it's uh he's kind of it's it's his him and what he's into is hinged on the rest of this movie, pretty much.
3: Yeah, that's I. uh I do like that. that's a I didn't ever even thought about that, Mike. That they aren't typecasting not hardly really. anybody. Like I, I mean, you I, got really Stifler
0: kind of, but again, but he's not. Of, yeah, right. But, he's,
3: but again, it's like yeah, he's he's kind of this uh, jock, but he's like I love life jock. Yes. And then you have um, you didn't typecast Paul Rudd. Really, we like to see him a little yep. bit more positive, a little bit more. Uh, he's usually
0: know. the the Wheeler role. Yeah, kind of. You know? Yeah,
3: yeah, and uh, and then christopher like no nobody's typecast right and that's that you're right that is a beautiful thing about this movie actually and the kids now when they when they make their entrance into this movie it is pretty pretty damn good that was the last thing i expected to hear out of ronnie's mouth (laughs) was was him just just saying he's like don't touch my dick or something like whatever that is oh yeah like the motherfucker trying to touch my dick. Trying to, it's like that's enough, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so used
0: to it. <laughs> if any other kid had said that, they would be like, what what? Yeah.
3: They're like, oh, it's just fucking Ronnie. Oh, that's just Ronnie. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. When when they're at the like the showbiz place with the with the animatronics, he's going, ass butt. T- But (laughs) he goes, Oh, yeah, it certainly illustrates the diversity of uh, imagery of butt and ass. I like how he did that. (laughs) Someone offers Augie
1: a Coke. He's like, I like the idea of Coca Cola. (laughs) What the
2: fuck does that mean? (laughs) I'm going to run
1: on the train on these chicken fingers.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Train on the chicken fingers. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea of (laughs) it. What What the hell does that even mean, Augie? (laughs) Oh, my God. you, Miss Daisy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right we'll be back pick you up guys like around like what two o'clock fuck you Miss Daisy <laughs> he I mean like I don't understand uh, so his name's Bobby J. Thompson, Thompson. I, I don't I from what I can read like he did do a couple other things and like he is he's got a, like a music thing going on right now I think he's got a, uh, a couple albums like he's a rapper oh okay but like you just don't I would have thought this would have just propelled him into just something yeah this is, he I think he might be the best Funniest person in this movie. This is a McLovin role for him. Yes, I like right,
3: yeah. it is. It's like you said. This is, I think, this is like the role for him. And y- you're right. It's he's the best. He's some of the best parts of this because of how young he is, how mature he is with his language, and then <laughs> how much he... his delivery, too. his delivery on things. And eventually, we'll get to like him hanging out with Le- Wheeler and yep. listening to. Uh, kiss. kiss, and it's just all about just banging. And You're just like, <laughs> dude, like it, it's, it's the relate, juxtaposition yeah. of this young kid who is just probably way, b- way, way ahead of it in, in, in his years, you know,
1: way ahead of it in his years. Yeah, I it, you see Jacques <laughs> I fucking like, I love Joe Lotrulio, especially. I think is oh. every time he's in a movie, I'm just like, yes, yeah, like, you're the best part of this movie, 100%. And the the supporting role that he does, like the character roles that he does, is just, comic. they're just fucking amazing.
0: Ah, uh, good morning to you. <laughs> good morning Yes, the you. gods doth shine on us today, right? <laughs> for a beautiful day of battle. <laughs> You're just like, God, dude. He's so into if it. If you could pick one person to hang out with from this movie in real life, like, I think I'd pick him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'd pick him to hang out with just for a day. Yeah. Just because he seems so goddamn funny.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I just love to think about like what he does outside of this. <laughs> like, You mean like what's his real job? His real job. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, like, you know, he sells TVs. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's got to be the most like boring thing on earth. Like what's the most <laughs> boring thing you can think of? And like his one relief and release in life is going and doing Lair with his son <laughs> Who's also just as into it, yes. you know? <laughs> I I don't know. I I. It's got to be something good. But what does he spend his time doing outside of
0: this? TPS reports. TPS <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> reports. Thank <yeah>. you. That <laughs> is it. Oh my well, god. Okay, then what is what? Is, so Ken Ken Young is King Argatron. Oh god, just unbelievable in this role what does he <laughs> what does he do in Dude, real life outside of this yeah that they
3: take all this so 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 seriously i think that he's it's...
0: he still lives with his parents
1: oh, oh no, yeah. because he's so into this and so spoiled you know yeah <laughs> he probably still yeah. lives with his parents and like they just support him no matter what they all oh. have like high-end jobs
3: oh my <laughs> gosh i i bet that he absolutely does He he has not gotten out of like an entry level job, whatever it (laughs) is, whether it be at like a fast food restaurant or or like he's still at some bottom level thing, like delivering mail at a. Oh, I don't know. office office. <laughs> yeah
0: well then then you got to matt walsh as da- Davith of glenn kraken of Glen kraken, of glenn I, kraken. Think, I think he's like a political figure or something like that yeah. or he's like a firefighter <laughs> yeah 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 because he's just like he's like no i just really like doing this No, it's a lot of <laughs> this is a lot of fun dude, the uh, end guys line. That,
3: <laughs> that, that moment come on that's how isn't that like somehow insanely heartwarming it does. Yeah, he it's says like, he said
0: it's fun though right it's it's fun fun though, though, contagious huh? dude, come back next year hey give me your email he's like he's like
3: hey He's like, it's fun though. It's contagious. I know. Come back
0: next year. We need people, man. Hey, give me your email. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's. it's I, I, I meant that in my intro. That like, I have driven past Nolridge Ridge Park before, yeah. it, like like fifteen years ago, and seen people doing this in the park, and I was yeah. like, fucking nerds. What are they doing? Yeah. Oh my god! And then I saw this movie. I'm like, I want to do this. It looks so much fun. I want in. How yeah. do I get in on this? Yeah, I mean, hey.
1: like even even when uh, he takes him back to the house and uh, he's like, you want to come see my turtle? I'm like, go see his fucking turtle. Ugh. God damn it. You know? And then no. uh, he's talking to, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see his turtle. <laughs> okay. We'll see you. I guess. <laughs> no, well, he's like the, what's um, Marino, Ken Marino, Ken Marino. Uh, he's, like, he's into dragons and gators and shit. I don't know what to do. I'm like, get into it with him. I know that's what you do. You know, like, I don't know. It, I've, there's he a, is, he is the of...
0: ultimate stepdad. Yes, dude. is and he not? He, and he's like right in his face. He's like a close talker. <laughs> oh yeah, he's just like yeah, man. And he's taller than Paul Rudd, so he's like yeah. What do you think? What do you think about because that?
3: Because you know, you know, it's like a little personal space. He's—he's. Be he's, it's because you're on his yard. That's probably yeah. why. I don't think he necessarily does this like at a at a, a little cocktail get together or like a happy hour, unless he's had a couple. But you're in his yard, so he's like, yeah, well, you know, you just getting right in his face.
2: <laughs> and he's just I like, oh, what hey, well I, well,
3: I have you in my uh, personal space here. You mind signing this? <laughs> yeah. And, like, he is just all about taking no responsibility uh, for no. anything he doesn't have nope,
0: to. Nope, that's not mine.
3: Nope. Uh, now, any parent stuff, now it goes to her. <laughs> it's like, what's her name from Reno 911? Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's fantastic <laughs> Also role, amazing. too it's so good. I
1: uh, well this sets up like where the heart is in this movie too. Like this this movie has uh like you know there's what had american Summer, which is just ridiculous all the time. And yeah. this, so is this movie too, but like it's got like i really related to this whole thing where you know like these parents don't relate to especially Augie, you know. And it just made me mad where it's just if you're into something like this is like that's where you need to, like a lot of people are lost, you know. Mm. A lot of people out there are just like don't know where their fucking life is going. If you're into something like this, you'll meet so many people, yeah. you know, and like if that's your thing, let it be your thing and get all the way into it, you know? But these parents are just like, no, we can't we can't have well, this. Well, it sounds
0: dumb if, if your kid came home and explained that, oh, yeah, I, I wear this cape and I have this sword and we do fake battle and yeah, but what what mythical about creatures. Football? Well, what, what I'm saying is it sounds <laughs> dumb. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But if you would just pay attention and maybe just be like, oh, well, hey, I'd really like to learn more. Can I come watch? Yeah. yeah. Then you'd go, because the first time they actually finally go look at it, they're like, oh, this is actually this pretty rules. cool. He's oh, wow. actually pretty good at it. <laughs> look at the comm- we get that, to drink beers after this. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> that was the moment too. That I think I was like, um, who was it? It was a, a Wheeler. I think he's like, uh, oh, all right, I'm gonna go get a beer. <laughs> like,
0: you have to die an honorable me, death. Me and Davith of Glen Kraken are gonna share a beer. <laughs> yes. He brought some craft beers with him.
3: And like, uh, I I think that it's it, it, any anything that you see. All these people taking it really yeah. seriously too. Like the guy who was a uh, who was uh, a centaur. He's yes. like sick costume man. He's like thanks. he's like thanks man, thanks. Yeah, I
0: appreciate. I do. It. No, you do look it.
1: great. Oh, thanks, I appreciate. Thanks,
3: it.
0: I do actually want to bring in a new segment where you have to pick a, a C role character that maybe even doesn't have a line <laughs> yeah, yeah. that that you want to have been that person. Like yes. you want to have been the actor that played that role, yes. and that is mo- who I want to be. The I want to I want to have somebody in the street. Essentially, the g- name of this game is somebody goes. I recognize you. How yeah. do I know you? And you're like, well, I was the centaur in role models. Yep. You were that guy with the. the that board. was you. Yeah, that's what I was. So wow. that that would be the character that I would like to be. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's you don't great. have to
1: decide one now, but just think about that moving forward. like I'll, okay. I'll
3: give uh, I'll give it some thought, especially in this movie, because I think there's several great ones. Yes. So. Well,
1: especially after Matt Walsh's ending line, he's the American. most lovable
3: face. Oh
0: yeah. Probably most I, lovable I just face. Oh it. yeah. Yes, <laughs> he is. Absolutely. Well, real quick, before we move on to scene three, we got to talk about Cedar Ridge Distillery. The weather is getting colder. Mm. The crispiness of the air. You're going to go on that nighttime walk. It's going to be cold outside. You're going to need to get back inside. You're going to need to warm yourself up a little bit. And honestly, one of the best ways to not only take the edge off, warm that body, warm that soul in the cold winter months, is a good glass of whiskey. And the only way... To do that is to choose the best whiskey on the face of this earth, and that is Cedar Ridge Distillery, distilled in our backyard in Swisher, Iowa. They've been winning countless and countless awards around the world for what they're doing. You could possibly try their their flagship bourbon, which, hands down, anyone I talk to that has it, that is a bartender, says this is the number one bourbon we use in any of our craft cocktails. Mm. (laughs) Just use the flagship bourbon on a craft cocktail. Use the quintessential American single malt. Which just just in a glass is a sipper, you know. Like yeah. you're you got this high level executive job, oh, and yeah. you're in your suit, and you need a you need something at noon. That's what you do. You that's pour, what you do. You pour the single. You pull
3: bar. this thing out. You've you've obviously got your own little Mad Men bar there. Yes. and it's just riddled with Cedar Ridge and a cool glass. That's and what you that's want. What You do
0: or you you support the band that's breaking our hearts currently by by getting rid of their drummer just recently, but you yeah. support Slipknot. And you you try their number nine.
1: Support Sean and Corey. Uh, Just support
0: them. Well, support Cedar Ridge because they did partner with our friends at Slipknot, also from Iowa. And they they blended like bourbon and rye together to make a number nine. Mm. Drown your sadness of losing your drummer of Slipknot by drinking some Slipknot whiskey. It's the only way. Go check them out. CedarRidgeDistillery.com. It's time to order some straight to your house or find your local distributor who can bring it to you that you can go to get it. I they okay, just let me have a sip of this. I can't, yeah. I can't even use my No, what's your whistle, man? Let's go. Cedar Ridge Distillery.com. Cedar Ridge
3: Distillery.com. Cedar Ridge Distillery.com.
1: Ah, Barrel proof, baby. Mm.
0: So scene three, the four characters go on a camping trip where Danny and Wheeler are saved from getting in trouble by Ronnie and Augie. Danny attempts to get Beth back, but she moves out. At a lair event, Augie manages to kill the king. After the king denies it, Danny stands up for him and gets them both kicked out of the game forever. Wheeler takes Ronnie to a party and ditches him for sex.
1: What what would send this movie over the edge for me of, of loving it so far would be if David Wayne was playing Jane by a jefferson starship oh my <laughs> like god wet, yes. hot American summer.
0: love take yeah. me down to the streets
3: <laughs> and i
1: love i love this come on guys
3: this is it's i love they still make time for these on the nose jokes yes it's like camping trip there's always some guy who doesn't really know how to play an acoustic guitar <laughs> and then the next cut <laughs> yes is david wayne the director himself trying to say but wait no yeah wait kumbaya wait hang on hang on wait wait kumbaya wait wait
0: (laughs) it is if you've ever been to a party or a fireside chat that is what happens in fact I have a theory that anyone that actually travels with an acoustic guitar in an airport doesn't actually know how to play it oh yeah that's my theory I love it because I I was I was a 14 year old kid going I gotta bring my guitar with me to Florida (laughs) Flora. It's like now now any guitar player know worth their salt's like, I don't want to play that right now. I'm I do that for a living. <laughs> I, I'm actually leaving so I don't have to play yeah, guitar. this
3: is the this is vacation for me, and I don't want to
0: bring work along. <laughs> David <laughs> Wayne, perfect. In case you don't know who David Wayne is, he's the guy playing that guitar. He is the director yes. of this movie. Yeah. Just an absolute part of Stella. Yes. He's actually he actually has a cover band. Oh, really? uh, apparently. Uh, apparently. um oh, I hate him now. No, 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 no. no. Uh, who's uh, Jim Jim Stansel? Um... Uh, Ken Marino. Ken, Ken Marino is the singer, and he kills it. Wow. He's so good. Uh, David Wayne's the drummer. Oh, and wow. They're they really good. I don't. I'll find the name of them real quick and, okay. and let you guys know. But they're really good. Also, you got to talk about the truck that Wheeler drives. Yeah, the Bronco. The Bronco. Yes. So a buddy of mine, Nick. Pointed out to me, he goes, Did you re- did you realize that this the truck in this is the same as the American Pie Two truck? And I was like, oh, no. Wow. So I went back in. In American by Two, Stifler's just standing up, doing this to the beach, going woo. Mm. It's like the same fucking Bronco. I looked it up. It's not quite the same. They're oh, both okay. Ford Broncos. The one in this movie is a 1970 Ford Bronco. Oh. The one in American by Two is 1982. So slightly okay. different, slightly different color. But if you if you recognize that, you'll be like, oh shit. Oh hey, that Bronco is so. Change
1: my prop to the Bronco. The Actually, bron-
0: I'd rather have that bron- Bronco than 100%. the guitar.
1: Yeah,
3: the, the Bronco is a. Like the fact that they just, um, that there's just a simple factoid out there that says, uh, the, the car that Wheeler drives is a, uh, 1974 Bronca or whatever. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, it is
1: fucking cool. No. I mean, like, you sympathize with our research process because, uh, Every time we research like an action movie, it's like, and this gun was a 1945 45 caliber from yeah. Smith and Wesson. You know, it's like all gun nerdship. Like, no one wants to hear any of this.
0: <laughs> Nobody. By the way, they are called David Wayne and Ken Marino's band it's called the Middle Aged Dad Jam Band. <laughs> I look perfect. them up. Look them up and tag them. We want to talk to them. Lovely. Um, how about I, this? Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, no, now, how no. How about oh, this fireside oh. chat though? Like where there is some heart to this movie, I feel like. Uh, Paul Rudd, Andy, and and um, uh, Anagi, like this is actually a really kind of heartwarming chat. This is great. He's like, he's like, you got to you got to why don't you give it to? Or do you have a girlfriend? He's like, what? No, of course I don't have a girlfriend. And they have that. He's like, I made it for you. You know, he's sewing so yeah. the thing. Like, I don't know. I just really like both of those characters having this moment here, taking a drink or take a drink.
1: I was watching this with my fiance, and uh, I know how to. Um, know that a scene is heartfelt if she goes ah, and like yeah. that happened, and I'm like oh yeah, you're right, <laughs> that is really sweet. When's the next comedy bit? Yeah, well <laughs> I think uh, where's the boobs? I think <laughs> oh,
3: that's. There uh, they are. I think that is honestly one of the, uh, you know, some something really nice about this movie is man, they're they're able to go back and forth very easily. Yes, like they can they they have really got this down. I think to a to a good science of, they don't mind slapping you with a little bit of an obnoxious humor. Like when when Paul Rudd's like literally putting up the tent and Ronnie just goes, <laughs> I swear to God, I've I've never hit a kid. I will hit a kid. I will hit you. I swear. <laughs> and and then you you have Augie back there. It's just like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, oh yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you have you have that, and then it goes into like like you say like these this fireside chat that that he made him a patch. You know, he's really putting himself out there finally, and and uh, and kind of trying to have this moment with. With uh, what's Paul Rudd's character again? Andy. 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 Andy yeah. And, and so yeah, I think it's uh, I do really, really like it, and I also, <laughs> I also really got to give props again to eighty miles.
1: Dude, <laughs> he's just like he kind of runs this whole thing. And he just
3: okay. Two things. I'll get to the fireside, but he says when he's walking by, he's like, and he's sitting on that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> they walk by him and he's just sitting on a bucket just chilling pinching a loaf he's just like guys you want to come on by we're going to be doing on ghost
1: stories uh (laughs) (laughs) was the fucking best
0: do you remember the end of his ghost story (laughs) I had to pull it It he goes he goes and as the barn door creaked open ever so slowly, standing there with the moon at his back and holding the severed head of the pediatrician's mother in his hand was Philip! Philip! The pizza delivery boy! <laughs> the beginning of the, oh, the beginning of the story! Come on, guys! Come on! Come <laughs> on! Oh, oh, come
1: on! He really is stuck in, like, the He oh. thinks that all kids are perpetually three years old. <laughs> yeah. you
3: know? oh. Or the fact that he's, like... He's basically telling a, like a Dean Koontz novel over here. <laughs> it's like nobody knows what you're talking about. This story must have taken like an hour and a half to tell. He's a big fan of Dean Koontz. He's a big you Dean Koontz. You know Dean that that's guy.
0: true. <laughs> and then Andy, Andy steps in and is like, uh, in countries all over the world, including our own children, many of them just like you, are abducted and sold into the world of underground sex trafficking. <laughs> whoa,
1: whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, a little bit too scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so obnoxious. And so uh, uh, Sean William Scott's character Wheeler Wheeler is uh, getting his on. What's what's the drug? My my Ambien. Not, Ambien Ambien. Okay,
3: were you about <laughs> to say my doll or yeah, something? I was. Oh. I totally was.
1: <laughs> I don't know my drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he goes and uh, starts to have sex with that woman, um, and then there's boobies, and then nice. Ronnie sees him, and I'm just happy for Ronnie. Yeah. Honestly, I'm really really happy for Ronnie.
0: It is it is a funny thing when he's like he's like man. You, how, how are you so smart, Wheeler? He's like, well, I guess you probably didn't notice the double D monster-sized oh, hooters over there. So, oh, and you also didn't know those, notice that those hills over there look exactly like boobies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we uh, let's, let's compare this then. We have this heartfelt moment that happens in this time with uh, Augie and Andy. And somehow this is equally heartwarming. <laughs> it is. Because he's like teaching him about... <laughs> Honestly, he's he's, he's teaching
0: a twelve-year-old kid about how yeah. to get a chick.
3: He, he's teaching <laughs> him like he's like, okay, you got to take a step back from this whole objectifying women thing. Like, <laughs> like blatant objectifying. Yeah, he's reeling it in. He's like trying to reel him in. He's like, you got to stop. He's reeling it in. He's reeling it in. And, and he's he's like, look, he's like, yeah, we're guys. Everybody sees boobies. You got to rein it in, bro. <laughs> Okay, you can't be doing this. You can't be running around like this. That's you're going to turn into a monster. You know, and he's just telling. He's like, hey, even the hills look like boobs.
1: Okay, you <laughs> know what? We never stare at him. It's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, you're right. It is somehow like <laughs> equally as touching, but also very poignant, very and very yeah, important very, for him to learn. Yeah,
3: it, it is. It is. It's kind of sad. If that he's that like,
1: horny this early, ugh, you got a problem, bro. You got to rein it in, bro.
0: And you it's stereotypically an arc of a story. We've we've built the trust of both kids, and now we have to destroy the yeah. trust of both kids. Right. So so the first event happens at the battle. You it, oh, by the way, shit. Hold on, here we go.
1: Hit it! If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm talking about. It was hard to find a punchable face in this one, but it's at this battle. It's the troll in the tree that's like the battle begins. Like there's yeah. just like a the kid that just sits the in a kid, tree and goes it. game over. Oh, so oh, yeah. he's at the end as well. I'm just gonna punch him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, get in the game. Could be a loser. <laughs> <laughs> get, hey, you're the loser among all of these losers. Like, get in the game. All right. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to have you in a tree. I'm gonna punch him. That's a good okay. point.
3: Um, I think honestly, my my punchable face is. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy who sits next to Ken Jong, Okay. Um, and I think it's him who's it's feeding the long hair, the yeah. long hair guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> the one who's like feeding him. <laughs> and that's okay, the cool. guy I want to punch because I'm like, you have no purpose in this. I bet you die really early in these games yes. all, oh, the yeah. all the time. All the time. He's the
0: first one. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's always out. Yeah. Because Ken Ken's young's just gonna sacrifice him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, at
0: some point you gotta think about it that the king's got his three people with it. Everyone dies, and then then those three have to die for him to be the last one standing. True. Right? right.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's true. I'm I, gonna I'm gonna go with the guy that she was consulting, Elizabeth Banks was consulting when uh, uh yeah, yeah. Oh, Andy, yeah. Do you know who Andy. that is. Uh, and he bust, busts in and, and asks her to marry her. He's a he's that very, guy.
3: very prominent C roll face. Yeah, isn't he? He's a so. very prominent sea level face.
0: Shoot, I'm never gonna find it. You guys can yell at us all you want. But yeah, there's, that man is something. And he goes, eh, "Can you believe it? <laughs> Me, <laughs> I'm the one stealing all these things." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? The one she's trying to protect? Uh, she's got to go to court for? Yeah. Yes. 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 Sit down. Yeah. He's uh, just eavesdropping. I don't. I hate eavesdroppers. Yeah, I hear you. No, you get to this battle, and my biggest question is maybe this is just my cynicism of the modern world but I don't see how this works how Lair works where you're really going to have people like get ready for this thing like here we go here we go they walk out and some guy comes from behind and stabs them and you're gonna be like, all right, I guess my game's over. Yeah. Like, some, they're gonna do what fucking Ken Young does. But you didn't get me. That's true. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're, it, I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. Or like, people.
1: maybe in this whole game, depending on like if there's how many people there is, you know, maybe there's like a, a regeneration station, but you yes. can only get like two or three okay. at, at a time. And then after three, you're actually done. Yeah. Because he
3: does say at one point, like, the guy doing the role oh, like, you're There's right. no
0: rejuvenation yeah. potions.
3: Yeah. Or anything like that, or spells. Like, to bring somebody back to life, I mean, this is hardcore, man. It's just—it
0: like, oh. just seems like it would be really hard to get enough people that like police that and be like, "You're right, you did hit me." Yeah, yeah you yeah. did so get my arm.
3: That's the other thing. Refs. There's I mean, no refs. Yeah, we've talked about it before. When you were young and like playing guns, like you just you
0: didn't get me. I you got, got you. Like, you. Didn't get
3: me. All you, all you would ever hear is like you'd see somebody and you'd be like, bang! <laughs>
1: I got you." <laughs>
3: No, you didn't. And then,
1: no, you didn't. That's <laughs> it. No, you didn't.
0: <laughs> that's that's the game in a nutshell. <laughs>
3: yeah, I did. I did
1: too. Time out. It's like,
0: ugh. I just feel like there'd be a lot more of that. Okay, yeah.
1: okay. So yeah, you did get me, but I do have like a shield on. Yeah, well, it so hit, hit my armor. Yeah, it hit my armor, so I'm I'm still in technically. So yeah. So
0: go back over there. And, and we'll he do even this tries thing. to say that he's like, I had a cl- I had an invisibility cloak on me, <laughs> yeah. spelling. you didn't know about it.
1: Right. And, and that's, Matt
3: Matt Walsh
0: comes in to defend.
3: Yeah, that's the crap of it all. And and uh, <laughs> Ken Young says something that's like. He has these little tidbits, <laughs> these little comments that he makes throughout <laughs> this, and he's like, he says, "No, oh, I got you." He's like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever it is. He, he just has these little moments, that, uh, little comments that I love so much. No nah, nah, bullshit. <laughs> it's like
1: bullshit. Doff, you see me die? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But Danny, but Danny does the, the shit of this is Danny does the right thing here. Stands like, up for him. Yes. Does. Yeah. And, and it just sucks that, that Danny is actually trying to do the, do right by him. Yeah. But it, it unfortunately causes a negative effect. In fact, do, do you remember, I just thought of this, where I was trying to think of where I knew Matt Walsh from. He's been in a ton of stuff. So much. The one that just popped in my head was he was the doctor in Hangover mm-hmm. when they're, like, trying to piece yes. there. And he's like, can, can you tell us where that is? He goes, yeah, it's at the corner of get a map and fuck off. And fuck off. <laughs> Not my fucking problem. Bradley <laughs> like, Cooper looks up. And I'm like, all right, all right, asshole. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, and that, that's the bummer of it because then, like, Danny's trying to do the right thing, but then Wheeler just fucks up, like mm. you know. So it's they play it off as the same thing, yeah, but yeah. but really they're very different.
1: Well, and this uh, this
0: is the scene. Are we in scene four? No, we're in uh, we're still in three. We're still in three. This okay. is uh, we're, we got to ditch out for six <laughs> in boobies. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Well, sorry, sorry. No, we are editing. doing that. You want to talk about? Oh, sex we are in scene movies? four. No, we're in scene three. We are in sex mode.
1: My God, where are we at? What do you want? Just tell me what End you want of to talk scene about. Scene three. You got it, babe. <laughs> oh yeah. Come on. No, but I like. I like how these uh, scenes are edited together. Like it's there's really no yeah. music. There's really nothing to tell you that this is like actually funny. Even though there's some funny things going on, um, that uh, like it, it cuts in between these two problems happening at the same time, yeah. which is economical and convenient for the movie, but it does work for me. Like I thought like maybe it wouldn't. Is like, okay, they're setting up the, <sighs> the inciting incident or the, the problem that they have to get over, you know? Um,
0: and sometimes in comedies that can be glaringly. This is where the movie sort of falls apart in, in most comedies, in most right? Movies, you, you've yeah. had these fun things, and now you got to reel this in. This is story. where it's just
1: like boring. It yeah. gets for most comedies, you know. Like I don't care, just do more funny shit, you know. Right. But I do, I do think this really works, especially these two dynamics that like they're both fucking up, and uh, they can't be fucking up like this, yep. especially with kids.
3: Well, taking him to a party is like that's. I mean, that was your first mistake, right? He there. didn't want to. And Ronnie talked him into Ronnie it. Ronnie talked him into He's it. Like, come oh, on, man! Don't, right.
0: I don't want to mess your game up, or just for me. Let's <laughs> yeah. go! I'll go with you. Yeah. I'll be your PIC.
3: That's true. He did talk him into it. Really, Ronnie's it, but he, fault.
0: You know what? You're right. And it's also, the kid's like fault. Ronnie learns learn to say, fucking mingle. You yeah, don't have to
3: be a round wheeler the whole time. Yeah, dude. Like, dude. Hey, you got to gain some confidence. You finish playing the game. Wait for the next turn. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Get your you got you got plenty to do here. Yeah,
1: grab a beer, take a toke off one of them joints, yeah. and just hang out, dude. Yeah, dude, come on. What are you doing?
3: The guy he plays video games across from kind of a punchable face too. But yeah, I, that's <laughs> a pretty good one. It's a pretty <laughs> good one. But I won't. I won't change up. I just need to make
1: mention of it. Now, um, could you beat him in Mortal Kombat too? You think I could? Yeah.
3: Okay. Hundred yep. percent. That's there's no contest. Um, but guys, we're we're talking about top four favorite top top four all time fantasies. What are you doing in this scenario? Well, yeah, I mean... Come on, guys.
1: Oh.
0: Come on, guys. Yeah. He didn't... I mean, he, makes, he makes the wrong choice, but... He makes the wrong long-term choice. The wrong long-term, yes. He makes the very correct short-term choice.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Or do you just get her number? Well, no. that's
1: not ever happened. Yeah, I mean, it was then or now. It's, it's, or now or never. She now was never. planning
0: the schoolgirl fantasy for some lucky gentleman that yeah. night. Mm. This was She just broke up with her boyfriend. She's like, I got to do this with somebody. Yeah. And it, whoever it was.
1: And it's you right now. It's going to be somebody later, maybe. It's
3: true. If it wasn't going to be Wheeler, she was going to go back out there and it was going to be somebody else. So it was a now or never scenario. Unfortunately, and you know what? Ronnie was the one condoning this all. He was. This is
0: Ronnie's. Ronnie would have been proud, actually.
3: I think he would have been proud. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I oh, I'm a little kid. I'm scared. Oh man. (laughs) Oh, I decided to
0: walk home. What a
3: quitter! What a quitter! Like
0: stick around. I would have told you all about it. Yeah, exactly. Let you smell my fingers. Duh. God damn it! Did (sighs) I say that? No, I wasn't talking about Ronnie well no yeah w- oh. no he would have gone to his friend and then ronnie would have been like what are you doing he's like well I, you're too young yeah to understand what i just did scene four scene four <laughs> after wheeler's mess up and danny's rough dinner party at augie's house the boys parents don't want them involved anymore this threatens to send the men to jail and wheeler and danny's relationship ends wheeler reconciles with ronnie and his mom danny gets the king to allow augie back into lair for the final battle of the year i will say to uh earlier
1: in, in the film that uh David Wayne sure knows how to do a montage (laughs) with with ELO and like even in what, Hot American Summer, the whole going to uh, town bit. It was so much, so good, but like even a callback to, oh, fuck my cock. I know. (laughs) Oh, yes. What a great, and again, like you
3: see, you see Andy kind of finally. Letting down the barriers, yes. letting some of the cynicism go away, and he's playing this this game with Augie in a coffee <laughs> shop, and then he just he beats. Him. He's like, Oh, fuck my cock!" <laughs> <laughs> such a great. Uh, I I have to see now every David Wayne movie that <laughs> see, exists and make sure there. there's a fuck my cock in there.
0: <laughs> Again, if you don't know what that's a reference to Watch Wet Hot yeah, we're
1: doing it next summer. It's just, it's got it. You might as well gonna get prepared happen. now at this point. Telling
0: you. <laughs> yeah, and this is pretty interesting too, because then again, Danny's still like doing the right thing here. He's at the dinner party, you know, and he's like telling Augie, telling Augie's parents off like they are. It's pretty their reaction to him getting kicked out of Lair is like, oh, thank God, wow, you got him kicked out. It's like, you guys are so out of touch yeah. know, to what's going on here. And and Danny again is doing the right thing by getting himself in trouble now. Yeah. Risking jail for Augie Farks to just be like, dude do what makes you happy. man.
1: I loved his performance in this, especially at that dinner scene. Uh, it's like the, I don't know. I think this kind of an underrated performance from Paul Rudd, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Like it Uh, is like at the same time comedic, but at all, and while being comedic, it is also very kind of, he is still like the, like the, the, the straight guy almost, but reacting to a lot of the jokes around him, but still being the straight guy. And even, especially in this moment, uh, Telling his parents to fuck off and be like, yeah. he, like he's he's the shit, dude. You guys I, don't, suck. I don't understand how you guys don't see this.
3: It's a it's a very layered performance. Yeah. that he gives that you don't see a lot from Paul Rudd. Most of the time, there is just kind of maybe one to two aspects of what he's doing because he's Paul Rudd. Because mm-hmm. like especially now, I mean, Paul Rudd is like, you know, we love Paul Rudd. Like Ant Man, Paul Rudd is. Oh, we get who he's going to be, you know. But there's a lot of layers to this performance, actually which, um which, like I say, or like you had said, I do think it's actually a very underrated Paul Rudd performance, yeah, um, maybe very overlooked, even uh when you really look at his his whole catalog, mm-hmm.
0: so and maybe even a moment where you know, Danny does realize that like. You know, Wheeler finally gives up on him. Now everybody's giving up on Danny. Yeah. Danny, you know, his, yeah. his girlfriend gave Danny. up on him. We, we've been saying Andy. We said Andy. said Andy. I think I, said I, think yeah. I corrected you. It was like, it's oh. Andy. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. Right Danny. Somewhere. Yeah. It's
1: so sorry. It's the Danny. audience the entire time you've been listening to this. <laughs> Who's
0: Andy? <laughs> Andy. No, but maybe this is the moment for, uh, for Danny because, like, his girlfriend is not getting back with him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to go to jail. He just lost maybe the only friend he has in the world. And now his is his kid too as well. And it's like I think this is the moment where it finally changes, is where Danny makes that decision to go back and he knows he knows he's not gonna make everything perfect, but he's like, I can at least help Augie. And he goes to the burger hole. The burger hole <laughs> and meets with them. I don't know why I love the scene. This and scene he, is amazing. And he's like <laughs> you gotta kiss the hand, he's like you're not serious. Are you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> he, he's touching the dance yeah. like yeah. brushes his nose and shit. <laughs> and he has to, he has to like fake that's improv like in Old English, like <laughs> he doth not knowest I'm hither. I'm hither. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a noble thing for him to do. At least be like, hey man, I at least got to try to fix this with Augie. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I do. At the same time, Wheeler is going to his mom's house to kind of reconcile yep. as well. Um, he says a line that I really really liked is. Uh, uh, the kid acts so tough i didn't know I could hurt him. it's very true. I love that line you know like a lot of kids probably put up this persona or just like you i can't be touched and no one can uh i can I, w- I won't let anybody in until I do then you can hurt me you know right. uh, i I think that could be overlooked sometimes, and that kind of encapsulated that whole feeling to me. I like that a lot I think it's and again i
3: uh this is the breakdown we you know we we did uh i kind of missed it a little bit in reference to my uh prop. Um, with the pinball machine and when he's showing ronnie kiss like he's doing this naturally but this is the way to break through to ronnie and start building a relationship is like you say well if this is what he's into then go all in just like augie with the lair stuff right he's like look all he's talking about is putting up this front and talking about boobies and like girls and all that Awesome. Okay, whatever. Well, turns out Wheeler is the perfect person for this because then he's just like, he's like, this song is called Love Gone. It's a bunch of about and it's my four four Jewish guys who put on makeup and all they do is get laid. They've been getting laid for the last thirty years, really, really. really? And he's just stoked. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, man, this song it's called Love Gun, and it's about Paul Stanley's dick. <laughs> His dick is the gun, <laughs> and just like going off. And he's just like, "That's awesome, oh man, yeah. this is super cool, man. We have a lot in common. It's just like yeah. that's it's very funny. It's like, and again, it's somehow very heartwarming it is. that he's breaking down these barriers." Going so, back Back, going back to the camping <laughs> Telling scene
0: Telling a 12-year-old kid about dicks and yeah. he's like, That's heartwarming Because he's
3: already <laughs> talking about it He's already going to be talking about it He's
1: already making plenty of jokes Let's Make sure you do it safely make Yes, sure. exactly So Again. we has got this down to a science it is. He's like, So I'm going to teach you the science In order to not be offensive to anybody ah. okay? Yeah, he's
3: like, you know with great power it becomes great responsibility, Ronnie. Yes. You can't just be running around. You have to contain it, you know? Fuck. I think it's actually incredibly heartwarming and it's the same thing. He goes back to his mom and they have a very nice moment too. And she's like, I know who my son is, but like you heard him. Like you yeah. got in and you heard him and now
0: it's like like that's that's bad. Yep. So No, I love it. I'm well a that... lioness. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely is yeah <laughs> let's move on to the last scene then we got scene five after augie finds out that he must start a new team ronnie wheeler and danny join him to fight the final battle named kiss my anthea Fuck yeah. they make their way through the battle eventually outsmarting the king augie slays him and is crowned the new king until his love interest espelin slays augie the battle's over everyone is happy the end if you're talking about montages the Kiss outfitting montage is my it's favorite. So good. It's
1: so good, dude. It's even fucking like, genius. When they even fucking roll up in, in the Minotaur <laughs> and the flame Damn. spurts out, dude. It's so good.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, a reminder that we are going to do Detroit Rock City. Yeah, I'm just yeah. waiting for you yeah. to pick Very it. Soon. I mean you keep picking other movies, but uh
3: no, it's it's great. Just my eyes deceive me. <laughs> oh, Minotaur! <laughs>
0: And again, he's so good. Like I love their I thought Dude. at first that his that his his name's Kuzik. I was so Kusik. mad. I was so mad at him for like betraying them. Yeah. But then you realize yeah. that they're 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 playing roles. Yeah. Like it's that was game. his role. His role was to be like, yeah, I gotta fuck you over.
1: Well it's like uh you know any like D kind of campaign yeah. thing too. Like he just that's the role like he literally rolled. He was given that role. Yeah. And he's like <laughs>
0: he's dying and he goes, g- g- it's, it's 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 this it's this and that is pure improv that is pure there's no better way Trulio, man, he's like, you
3: can't get any better than that it it's so good and like him oh. when he uh the things about the it's the little things about his characters that he is so good at and especially like even in the moments when he's not there you you're so you you know exactly who he is when he says oh it's it's classic. oh, uh, it's on fun, oh bid him good morrow <laughs> <laughs> and, <he's like laughs> and then he's, he's a, into it, he's like super into it, and then like when he walks up and he sees <laughs> he sees Paul right it's oh, oh bid him, him good morrow, and then he walks up and he does <laughs> he does like the handshake too like he't yeah, do that, hand, like, like that. <laughs> The arm handshake. Oh, good morrow. Oh, but kiss my Anthea. Work together. He's like, and then you've got uh, Wheeler's like, man, this kid really gasses you up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but not before he's like, what the fuck are we doing? Dude. Like, uh, it's so good, man. But
0: they're all in because they're all like, let's they're, do it. Let's and they, go. And
3: he's like, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the kids. Cool. Like, it's like, that's why. It's cool. And, yeah. And they're they're dodging their their court date for this essentially is what it comes down to, and uh, you kind of put that up there. You're like, wow, yeah, that's like they they basically just committed to going to jail with yeah. possibly a longer sentence um, because they ditched out on their trial.
1: Rowney dressed in the Gene Simmons. Th- I guess, I wish. I wish he got more camera time with I that. I did too, man. Like he does die right he away. He He's a good, good death too. It is very good. <laughs> it's but a noble death. Like, Damn, <laughs> he looks so good as Gene Simmons. I know. <laughs> it's so it's, awesome. It's very good.
0: <laughs> I do love, man. I'll tell you what. What. What I, what I love most about Chris, Christopher mintz Ploss is his his endearing, like, just kind of nerdness that he's in all of his movies. When he when he when he helps kill the person for Espelin, yeah. she goes, "Thank you," and he goes, "Yeah, anything." Well, okay, see ya. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Like, when, when he has to, it's the same as Superman it's when he has to, like, they're going the same way. He says, okay, bye. I know it's a different character, but then they yeah, go yeah. running down the hallway. I that, told her what time it was. That <laughs> endearing <laughs> nature is just so. It will. I will love that forever. Yeah. That,
1: that just. Whatever. Okay, we've bye. all been there. We've man. all been yeah, there, man. Super crush on somebody. And he's like, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to
3: do at this moment. Just leave. And, yeah. <laughs> I, he. He, I think he kind of comes out as one of the biggest um, roles I think in this movie because of it. Really, all comes back to what you said earlier. Like yeah. it all comes back to Lair. Yeah, I mean, where we're really ending this movie, and uh, and it really shows everyone's like commitment, and it's such an honest or like obvious um, character arc for everybody. Yes, even Ronnie, even Ronnie decided to do it. It's like, let's go. I would, I would have said he was going to be the last person to do it, even before like Wheeler. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's everybody's had a really great like change of heart, and then again, we'll just make make mention again. Matt Walsh just in. It's it's (laughs) It's, addicting though, right? It's fun. It's it's a blast. It's It's so good.
1: Best exchange in this movie. It is by far. I loved it because it's like the epitome of this because this movie chose to have this as its like. Device, or yeah, it's yeah. like what it's hinged on, like we were just saying, like this whole movie, like kind of begins and ends with Lair almost, you know, yeah. Um, at least with, with watching the kids, but uh there's so much wealth of jokes that you can make fun of this kind of thing, like live action role playing. But also, they don't, you know, they like, make it look awesome. They, they honor it. They really know? do. <laughs> and that, like, that's a good point. But like it's 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 best of both worlds. Like it is funny. Like there is so much. Like it's nerd shit. It's always you can always make fun of that but if you're into it you're into it like the, like he just said he's like well get I'll get in contact with you with my email you know yeah. like, I, I'd like to I think, fucking think that, love that this. they
0: do they do continue definitely to do this. they have to <laughs> I,
3: I hope so like you know I don't know what their job situation was like at this point especially Danny because I mean he I
0: think they got fired from Minotaur probably got fired which also causing a question them taking the Minotaur truck
3: yeah I know yeah
0: Another Another thing. Thing.
3: might have stolen that yeah. yeah it's possible it's fine though but and, and again it it's it's a very heartwarming finish I have to say though everyone has these wonderful character arcs everybody kind of comes around <laughs> Augie's parents come around you know they understand what he's doing but the problem I have is is the Esplin kill like you said Mike yeah. who's monitoring all this
0: <laughs> I was hiding in the bushes I was hiding cool. in the bushes
3: that's a good strategy
0: it's like what all hail Queen Espelin yeah, of like, Nazar? It's like, damn it! Like, no, I wanted
1: it to be Augie. I didn't want it to be Augie. But like, see, he's
0: cool because then he gets the kiss. He's right. got the girlfriend. Oh, and it maybe it's a, maybe a plan all along. It means more. It to means to set set more. If you could have said Augie, you can either be the king of the realm or have a kiss with with Espalin. Mm-hmm. and maybe become king and, anyway. Boom! You get yeah, both, bro. See now, now
3: you and you're... then
0: you got the hot dog in the bun. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> yeah.
1: What
3: does that look like? What does that look like? Yeah.
2: Uh huh. Ladies and gentlemen.
0: Well, oh, well, <laughs> that's got to be
1: it. I just want to say I,
0: I would like I want a party at this lair party. It looks like Absolutely. the time of my life. Dude, that's yeah. all I want.
3: It's like a party at the moon tower, but with in costumes. now.
0: Last thing I want to say, though, did you real did you know love take me down to the streets? It's not a real song. No, <laughs> it's literally not a real song. OK,
1: Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So like they 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 play it off so well in this movie that you're like, well, it's not a it's not a Paul McCartney song, but you're <laughs> like, wings. well, I've heard that. I've heard <laughs> it. Uh, Paul McCartney impersonator, Joey Curatalo. Carat- yes provides the vocal for they actually like recorded a song that says "Oh my take gosh. me down to, to the, streets. the streets they they recorded it in the studio to play it at the end of this movie <laughs> love it commitment <laughs> to T- jokes i was
3: just gonna say man Jesus. commit to the bit unbelievable we would all forgot about that if you wouldn't have done this yeah no 100 uh, percent that's not. That's not a wing song. <laughs> it's not. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I think sure. It's the it David Wayne. You know, love take me down.
1: Oh love, yeah, take and me he, down. And he can seat. play that one perfect. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can't oh, yeah, we just out. recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> um. The cast of characters ending. Classic David Wayne. Fucking yeah. love it.
0: Well, boys, if you don't have anything else to say, we are at the end. We've talked about it with a modern day rating. We got to give it a number now. How we feel about it with modern day? I'm going to go to the age. Uh, how do you feel about this, man? It's a tough one
3: to do, honestly. Um, I, I, comedies, especially, you know, this movie feels like it was made a couple of years ago. You know, to to me, um, there's some obvious giveaways or whatnot with like the flip phones and you know more of that stuff. But um, it's uh, it's always hard for me to do this with like more the more recent current movies. Um, I think. It's very rewatchable. I think it's very funny. It's not one that I like seek out because I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to watch role models right now. But at the same time, man, when role models is on, I'm down to just sit and watch this movie or somebody said, hey, we're going to uh, we're going to watch role models tonight. I'd be like, oh, sweet. okay, that'll be fun. And we can just have a beer or something. You know what I mean? So I think it's a great movie. I think it's a really underrated Paul Rudd re- performance. I think the kids in it are actually great. I know like Christopher Mintz-Plasse really isn't like a kid, but um, I think that the performances are all great. You have an ensemble cast that you're bringing together that uh, is tried and true. And then again, Mike, you brought it up that nobody's genuinely typecasted in this movie. I feel like, and so. There's something very familiar and obviously very predictable about this movie and the formula to the movie. However, I'm completely OK with it because of how they kind of, um, you know, shoot off from that every now and again um, from the that kind of standardized plot. Um, it's very fun. It's very it's very, very funny. It's obnoxiously funny at points. And it has people doing things that you wouldn't normally expect them to do, and that's a really, really great thing about a, a more current comedy. So, that being said, guys, I'm going to go ahead and give this. This was in 2008. I am going to give this. I'm going to give this a
0: 7.9. 7.9. Uh, I, I agree with everything you say, man. Like, I don't know how you can not watch this movie if you if you're listening, you've never seen it. How you can't just hit play on this? hanging out on your couch and just be fully in. Yeah. I, I was, I had, I have to unfortunately have a young child at home now. So I sit in my living room on my comfy couch with earbuds in <laughs> Bluetooth <laughs> yeah. connected to the TV. And I was like, Molly came out. She's like, Hey, you're laughing really loud. You know, I was like audibly laughing at this movie. It just got me so many times. I, I got to consider this one of the funniest movies that we have done. I'm going to give this an 8.1 with, nice. a, with a modern day. I love it. I love anything from these people. I will just, just give it to me. I'm in
1: everything you just said, man. It's I totally reflect. Uh I had never seen this before. And like I said, in the episode, I, I once, once I started this movie, I'm like, God damn it. I don't know. <laughs> one of these, like, The the formulaic, knocked up kind of things, which have you know have their place. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever whatever you think about this movie is fine. But uh, this has David Wayne and has has his kind of sensibility, and these actors, man, you I don't think you can get any better with this, especially comedy wise. Um, I think you should kind of even talk about this alongside of Wet Hot American Summer. It's, It's that
0: good um it's like a it's like a finer like a brought in tamed version of yeah for it the really masses because yeah. wet hot no. american
1: Summer is maybe not for everybody yeah no well, yeah. what aj was saying it is like the big budget yes. wet hot american summer it's
3: produced and, and it's and it's tamed you know like yeah. you say mass produced like here you go a little bit more of the edit button was used yep. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna That's say it, it. <laughs> i'm gonna say oh, 7.69
1: seven
0: because funny 7.6 oh because it's funny i get it yeah Well, we got to go to executive producer Michael Giuliano. He said, I've had fond memories of this movie, but it's been a long time since I really sat down and watched it. So I was actually a little nervous to see what I thought of it. Some of those early and late 2000s movies have aged like milk, and I really didn't (laughs) want to find out that this was one of them. Thankfully, that was not the case. If anything, as a grumpy adult who is slowly being driven insane by people on a daily basis, I work retail, (laughs) I've never related to Paul Rudd's character more, which may say more about me than the movie but nonetheless the joke still landed great the timing was fantastic and the chemistry between everybody was fantastic whether it was the bigs and the littles Scott and Rudd or Rudd and Elizabeth Banks who is a great voice of reason throughout the movie it's very true we didn't talk uh, much didn't about talk her about it's very true, and yeah. I actually really liked her performance in this movie she's they did great. not make her an outlandish have, person yes, she didn't have enough to really be a big defining part of the movie yeah. but but she's fantastic she's perfect. it she's showed
3: perfect. her chops as a, as a very talented actor. Another
0: relationship, by the way, between uh, yes. Paul Rudd and Elizabeth Banks. I love Humming summer. No Ayo. big deal. Uh, not only that, but the movie plays like a guess who of random character actors and future stars before they got some of their bigger roles, which makes it a lot of fun to rewatch. Pre Hangover, Ken Ken Jung. Pre-Brooklyn 99, Joe LaTrulio, who I almost didn't recognize. Keegan-Michael Key, Louis C.K., Matt Walsh. The list goes on. And holy hell, Christopher mintz Ploss really does look like Marvin Hamlish.
3: <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck uh, is Martin
2: Hamlisch?
0: <laughs> and it's not much, but the soundtrack really is a lot of fun, too. And I can't even call myself a big Kiss fan. I agree with you, dude. I'm not a huge Kiss fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. let's go.
3: What's, it gets you pumped.
0: The movie just does a really good job of getting you into it. I guess. I also love the whole running gag with the made up wing song which I missed entirely the first time I watched it. I'm glad that to me anyways the film holds up and has aged pretty damn well. I feel like this definitely got overshadowed by Step Brothers which came out in the same year. and was definitely a bigger commercial hit. For me though Role Models has a special place in my heart. It really does show some true sappy emotion at its core which is nice to see in a screwball comedy and it doesn't matter that my cousins and I are in our late 20s early 30s now. We'd probably all still sell a kidney to be able to taste the beast and drink a can of Minotaur. (laughs) That'd be a great prop. My modern-day rating is going to be an 8.5. Nice. Fellas, that takes us to an 8.05 for a modern-day rating. And that's going to slide in all by itself at number 35, that is right below Happy Gilmore in the Matrix, right above Field of Dreams, Karate Kid, Beetlejuice. Damn. Wow. That's a pretty solid rating there, <laughs> Especially for, the for boys. a comedy man. That wow. is good. My guess, and I'm going to take a quick look here, my guess is that's going to be one of the highest comedies we got. I mean, like flat out comedies. We got yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is Sha- up. Shaun of right? the Dead, Dumb and Dumber. We got, uh, yeah, I mean, like your airplane startin- is up there, maybe hold on oh, raising man. Arizona. I'd call that a bit of a blues brothers. Yeah, maybe uh, Uncle Buck's up there. Wedding singers up there. Big Bill and Ted's happy Gilmore. Then, yeah, I mean, you- if you're talking about straight comedies, this is going to be a top five for Definitely. us, I think, at this point. So I'm OK with that. I like yeah, that. Absolutely. Well, well, we hope you enjoyed everything about this episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next week as we hit son-in-law for a little Thanksgiving treat, followed by a slow move into Christmas season. We're going to be hitting Bill Murray and Scrooge. Ooh, finally. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year, American Psycho. That is a super, super fun episode. (laughs) My guess is many of you maybe didn't listen to that, because maybe you haven't seen the movie, perhaps. I don't know, maybe. Watch the movie, listen to the episode. It's a fun one. Yeah.
3: Guys, take... Your time and uh, and always go back listen to those fun episodes. See the progress of this show because uh, well, there's been a lot. Uh, <laughs> we really appreciate you listening to this show. Um, role models—that was a surprise, right? That's right, it was. You can uh, make sure you're following along on social media at uh, Confused Breakfast. Just search for Confused Breakfast. Make sure you're leaving us a review. Five stars is what we always prefer. Uh, You can write us a review on Apple Podcasts or just drop that five stars on Spotify, wherever you're listening. By all means, check us out on YouTube. We're here on the YouTube doing all the fun things on our new set. Well, kind of new set. And uh, it's not new anymore, guys. Just come on into YouTube
1: land with us and watch the show. Confusedbreakfast.com. You can go see our merch. You can get some shirts. You can get some uh, coosies. You can get some, uh, I think you can get some uh, minotaur energy drinks on there with our name on it uh, probably. Yep, sold Uh, out. Oh, damn. There you go. Um, You can also go to that same damn website and see our ratings we've done. Uh, See the ratings for the movies that AJ has reviewed. See the movies for the ratings that I've reviewed. as same as for Mike. And then see our overall ratings for the show. I love you. Goodbye.
0: Support our sponsors Every Plate, Cedar Ridge Distillery on this episode. Support us directly by going to patreon.com slash confused breakfast. Learn a bunch more. Get some free bonus episodes All kinds of fun stuff. We are produced by Upload Media Group and Cedar Rabbids. We finally, after a seven-year hiatus, we got Craig back on the control. Learn more at (laughs) UploadMediaGroup.com. Also, we are part of the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Get more at Cloud10.fm. That's it for us. I got to pee so bad.
1: Same.